All right, so this is my first podcast for a series that I'm going to call Overly Late Reviews. Uh, My schedule only allows me to go see movies on Sundays and Mondays. And, you know, I know a lot of people have a head start on me because they get either an early screening or they're able to see the movies during the first weekend they're out. Me, on the other hand, I have to see them a little late, which is fine. I do this as an outlet for me. Uh, I do like to go see movies and I have opinions on them. And I just do this as a way to, you know, get my opinions out there. If people listen, that'd be great. And, you know, just to hear my side of things. And uh, my first movie that I'm going to do for this series is going to be the movie Alpha. Now, you may have come across this in your theater and said, what's this movie? I wonder what this is about. Well, I'm here to tell you. Uh, Alpha is a movie directed by Albert Hughes. You may recognize him from the Book of Eli and Menace to Society. It's very surprising to find out that he was the director of this movie because, I don't know, you just wouldn't expect uh, you wouldn't expect him to do something like this, I guess. I mean, you know, I don't know a lot of his work other than, you know, those two movies, maybe a couple others. But when you're seeing this movie, I, you definitely wouldn't suspect he was the director. Um, this movie is pretty, I, th- I think it's directed pretty well, if I had to say so. Um, His direction on the lead actor, uh, his emotional scenes definitely comes through in this movie. The actor's portrayal of those emotions is great as well. Cody Smith McPhee as the uh, lead character here. And while I'm on the subject of him, he uh, in this movie, he is the chief of the tribe's son. And he is on his first hunt to prove himself as a man and to show the tribe that he can lead after his dad is gone. So Cody Smith McPhee. You may know him as Nightcrawler from Deadpool 2, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. He was in there as well, as well as some other X-Men movies. And in this one, he, when you first see him, you can kind of already tell, like, he's not going to be a tough guy. Just looking at his face, he looks like he has a baby face compared to his father. So you kind of already see where this is going to go from the start. But he even looks scared from the first scene you see him in. Uh, leading up to that first scene, so you're, they're on a hunt. They're crawling on the ground, very dark palette for the beginning of this movie to set up the scene. Not a lot of music in this film, so don't expect that. It's just a lot of, you know, silence and, you know, emotional scenes and him with the wolf, basically, which is coming up later. Now, when they start this first scene out, to me, the beginning of this movie doesn't make any sense at all. They're crawling on the ground to go hunt these buffalo. They find them. They're all cornered in this area eating grass. So they get up to them, they charge at them, so they're yelling now, running at them with spears. Obviously, the buffalo get spooked, and they start charging towards them, because it's really the only way to go, and they want to try to attack them. They are so far away from these buffalo, I'm like, why wouldn't you get closer? It makes no sense. They do that to set up something for these buffalo to where they turn them around and corner them. Well, as you see in the trailer, I'm not giving anything away by saying this, the buffalo start falling off the cliff. My thought is, if you're trying to catch food, why are you killing 75% of them? What good does that do for you in the future? And what good does that do for you now if they all fall off? Now you've walked a week to get there for no reason. So, these buffalo fall off the cliff. Some of them are smart enough to see that they're falling off the cliff and they start to turn around. As they turn around, the lead actor, he gets run over by one of them. So, this is where it really doesn't make sense to me. And you'll see this in the trailer as well. The kid gets caught by the buffalo's horn. So, the buffalo is smart enough to say, oh, really? You caught him my horn now? I got something for you. And he throws him off the cliff like he's a goddamn 
supervillain. Like, he just throws him over this cliff. Kid does a fucking backflip like he's in WWE or something. So you're thinking, this kid's gone. That dude is done. You see the bottom of the cliff when the buffaloes are falling off. You're like, he ain't make it. But obviously, it's a movie, so he had to somehow. How did he do it? So his dad leans over the cliff, and he sees him hanging by his one hand over the cliff. I'm like, are you kidding me? They couldn't find any other way to show that he survived this, but I'm like, all right, whatever. So he tries to get better leverage on this cliff, and he hits about four things on the way down because obviously he's not climbing his way back up there, and he's out cold. So the dad's in grief instantly. As you would be if your son just flew over a cliff. Uh, mind you, they caught maybe one buffalo, which you just see in the background. You, I really don't think they caught any. It was just just stupid writing in the beginning. I, I just don't get that whole scene. Uh, so there's only about maybe four or five other people that actually speak in this entire film. And one of which basically just says... Fuck your son. He's dead. You're the leader of this tribe. Get it together. We got to go. I'm like, God damn, man. This is the kid's son. Is just, he just basically saw him die. He's just like, all right, suck it up. Let's do it. Another actor of which his whole line in the entire film was just screaming. And when you see that scene, it is an intense scene. And if you've ever seen the Liam Neeson movie with the wolves, uh, the gray I'll say it's a, it's a tense moment like that in that movie as well, which you can relate to in this film. So, as it goes, they have to pack up and leave. They they leave him for dead, uh, or they think he's dead anyway. And now it is up to him to, which is the whole basis of this movie, find his way home and become a man in the process that can lead the tribe. So he gets down from the cliff. I won't say how because that would spoil that part of the movie but I will say that that scene is very intense now we get to the film itself and I'll come back to the rest of this in a minute the CG at the beginning of this movie and throughout is very noticeable they are in some kind of field at some point in this movie of course some kind of mountain I don't know where they filmed exactly but this film was definitely had a lot of green screen which I don't hold against it I didn't really think this movie had a lot of money behind it when I first went to go see it. It just seemed like a movie that might be pretty cool to go see. Now, if this was a $100 million blockbuster, I would have to say something about that CG because it is very noticeable and at some scenes I'm like, damn, you didn't even try. But, you know, like I said, I'm not going to hold it against it. We'll move on from that. It's just something to think about. Another thing about this movie is that it is in complete subtitles. If you are somebody who does not like reading subtitles in your movies, then this may not be for you just from that reason alone. But if you can suck it up and go see this film, I think you will greatly enjoy it. Me personally, I had no idea that this movie was in subtitles. It was a surprise to me when I walked in. But, you know, that's nothing for me. I watch a lot of anime and I've watched a lot of foreign films, so I welcomed it. Now, as we proceed through the movie... This is the part where he meets the wolf. And the way that he befriends the wolf is it's a, a sort of understandable encounter. I mean, I'll give the movie that, I suppose. But the friendship that they end up bonding and becoming friends, it, it it's not a strong enough bond to where they should have the type of relationship they end up having in this movie. Not Not most of the way through. Towards the end of the film, yes. 
but I will say that the fact, the almost fascination that the wolf has with the boy late midway through the movie does not make any sense. This wolf becomes like his pet friend that they just went on a hiking trip together. Now, this wolf, mind you, this wolf doesn't owe this boy shit. He repays, this wolf repays this boy hand over fist at one point and then helps the boy out further. Now, the boy does help him. I'll give him that. He he does, but the bond that they have midway through this movie, it just doesn't make sense how strong it is. It does get better, like I said, towards the ending, and I won't say too much more on that because that is the whole basis of this movie is their relationship as well as him making it back home. So with this film, leading back to the beginning and this whole thing in and of itself, this kid is young. He's not too young. He's old enough to go on his hunt. But to be his first hunt, it doesn't make any sense at all. His dad, the way they should have started this movie is to show him as a kid learning stuff from his dad and then going on his hunt years later. You could have spent maybe 15 minutes showing that and then just fast forward to when he was the age that he starts this movie out. Because it almost seems like the dad was never with the kid. He just shows up and he's like, we're going on a hunt. I'll teach you all this stuff I should have taught you your whole life during this one trip. And I'm like, how is this possible? You expect this kid to go out here and just learn on the fly everything. I'm like, if he was just sitting at home all this time, he should know how to make a fire. He should know how to stab something. He should know how to do something. But his dad's like, oh, yo, I guess you'll figure it out. You're my son. And it just makes no sense. Like, the, the relationship that him and his dad have, it just doesn't even... He, he seems like a stranger. This relationship would make sense if he was just a kid in the village who his dad wanted to mentor. But instead, it's your son. And he should know a lot of this stuff already. But he doesn't know anything. The most he can do is cut herbs and ground them up. Other than that, he really doesn't know how to do anything other than how, how to survive. He knows how to cook and stuff, it seems like, throughout the movie. But you just assume he learned that just sitting around the village. But there's other stuff he should have known that he shouldn't have just been learning just then. It's really strange. You'll see that throughout the movie where their relationship just doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, I will say, though, that this movie does have some great emotional scenes. Uh, the cliff scene. Uh, there's a scene that involves some water. And then just the emotions of this actor. Uh, when he is hurt, you feel it. When he is cold, you feel it. When he's sad, you feel it. And when he is upset, you feel it. Uh, now, I don't have, know if that has to do with the lack of music in the film. It's a lot of silence other than him speaking and just different noises that go on throughout the movie. Uh, or if it's just uh, just him, you know, holding the movie down with just his acting, which he has to do. Uh, but but when he is sad, you feel that he has an emotional scene with this wolf uh, maybe two times in the movie. And each time you felt it, even the last one got me a little, you know, misty eyed. I didn't shed any tears or anything, but. Uh, even if I did, I, you know, it's no problem there if the if the scene was strong enough. But this film was great as far as the motion is in. I'll give kudos to the director for the direction in that, as well as the actor for his portrayal of those emotions. Because you can have that same scene with a different actor who doesn't know how to portray it correctly, and those just don't hit the mark. Uh, this movie, this movie alone, just this acting alone, and the way some of these scenes are set up is what sells it for me. Uh, the relationship between the, you know, the the travel back home trip has been done time and time again, but it's how you portray it differently that makes the movie count, makes it your money's worth. And, uh, you know, so if I'm rating this movie out of five, uh, you know, I'm going to give it a, f a maybe a four. Yeah, I'll give this one a four because it's not a huge blockbuster. It didn't do anything to blow me away, but 
I didn't feel cheated out of my money for this film. You know, if this was on Netflix, I think it's a great Netflix film that should be promoted on the main screen because I think people would love it. If you just want to go see a movie in the middle of the day, of the day, I think you'll love it too. I don't think you'll feel cheated out of your time at all. It wasn't too long. It wasn't too short. Uh, the ending doesn't just cut off. It actually has, the, you know, how some movies will cut off right when you think there should be one more scene. It actually has that scene. And, you know, this movie overall, it's definitely worth going to see it in the theaters. Uh, I don't think it needed the theaters, but since it's there, I would say that big that big screen does help, you know, uh, just with the, some of the environments of the film. And, uh, you know, so if you do plan on going to see Alpha or if you just need to see a movie in the middle of the day, Maybe go on a quick afternoon date just or just kill some time, maybe. Uh, definitely go check this movie out.